0: Hello and welcome to Off The Beat and Track Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Stu Whiffin. It's another week, therefore, it's another episode. And today's episode, it's only recorded face-to-face after two years of remote recordings, which has seen me have some amazing guests and have some wonderful chats. It was so nice when I reached out to today's guest, who I should point out is the legend that is Darren Emerson. Uh, And Darren said, come over, we'll record it in the studio. Uh, so I got to to drive over to, which bizarrely was, was sort of 20 minutes from my front door. I drove over to, to, to Darren's beautiful home and w- was welcomed with a, a big hug when I got there and uh, met by him and uh, another former guest of the show and friend Lisa Moorish. Um, and yeah, just spent a, an hour or so just drinking coffee and playing records and, and just hanging out uh, in his studio, which was so much fun. Um, and then was like, right, let's uh, let's press record and have a chat and there's something what's lovely about this is we're we're both very similar in age we both grew up in Essex um, and we both have you know a love for various types of music and that and they seem to be quite sort of paralleled uh, and so it makes for a lovely chat we're both ridiculously excited to talk about music uh and needless to say the conversation pinballs everywhere and it's just how i like these episodes to be um so before we get on with that uh, a few thank yous thanks to uh, scroobius pip and everybody at the distraction pieces network um thank you at 76 for producing the podcast for me uh and biggest thanks always go to you lot um just for being bloody nice and supporting the podcast and just being yeah really really nice people um So, yeah, I mean, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, then once you get to the end of today's chat with Darren, um, go and explore the back catalogue. Because, as I mentioned, you can hear me talking to Lisa Morris. You can hear me talking to um, loads of other great producers and DJs, such as Fatboy Slim, um, producers um, like Butch Vig. You can hear me talking to artists as diverse as the Foo Fighters, to Idols, to Motley Crue, to Sleaford Mods, to Suede um and yeah there, there's nearly 400 episodes so you know go and explore it because there's a huge huge back catalog of not just musicians but actors comedians um yeah go have a good rummage in that archive and uh, and better still subscribe then you won't miss one um let's get on with it please enjoy off the beaten track podcast with the wonderful darren emerson right i've got to take a quick break in this podcast because i've got some super exciting news Off the Beat and Track Podcast is proud to go into partnership with the Cacao Bar from Hotel Chocolat. That's right. The Cacao Bar is not a chocolate bar. It's all the best bits of a chocolate bar put into a really exciting new alcoholic range. That's right. Gin, vodka and a beautiful range of cream liqueurs. So one of the big bonuses of this partnership is obviously I'm super thrilled to have Hotel Chocolat working with us. But they sent me a great big box of this stuff. And I'm telling you, it's amazing. Go and check it out, www.hotelchocolat.com or over on the socials at Hotel Chocolat. But yeah, in the coming months, there's going to be opportunities for you to get involved with competitions with us, to win bottles of stuff. There's loads of exciting things coming soon. And I can't be more happy to say that this podcast is in partnership with the Cacao Bar from Hotel Chocolat. All right, let's get back to the podcast. It's Off The Beat & Track podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network with me, Stu Whipping. Right, we are recording. Joining me today, this is my first face-to-face uh, Off The Beat & Track podcast recording for about two years. Oh,
1: really? I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: Hello. That voice is Darren Emerson, hello. Hello,
1: how are you doing, Stu?
0: <laughs> I'm good, mate. I've been, um, I'm have sitting in, in your studio. Yep, um, welcome. And you live just up the road, which is uh, a result. When, when I reached out to you and you was like, yeah, come over and do it, I was thinking, oh, uh, where do you live? And then when you said where you lived, I was like, that's literally 20 minutes up the road. And so now we've
1: was... just been talking before and you know good mates of mine yeah. as well. When, you know, so. So yeah, it just makes sense to sort of do it face to face, right? Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, I'd rather do it like that, you know. We're um, yeah, we're ready to go, and it's good, man. We've just been playing a bit of music beforehand, oh, getting to the groove, you know. It's been lovely, yeah.
0: We've played so many good records already, so I'm <laughs> interested to know where this chat's going to go. And we're both chatterboxes, so I reckon uh, you could be in for a long one, people. Essex but, uh...
1: in the house, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? It's <laughs> the Essex blood, right? Before we get go, on a
0: playlist, I want to ask you. Um, we're we're recording this in April, and and we're maybe like sort of maybe four or five months pretty much out of the uh the, the, the not out of the pandemic, but out of lockdown, and and and, and like you, you're a DJ, and, and I'm you know I run venues and such, and so one of the things that was probably one of the first things to shut and one of the last things to reopen was the places where you get to work. Yeah. yeah. So just talk to me how. Um, the, 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 the two years of lockdown affected you creatively,
1: essentially? Uh, well, where, where do you want to start? Well, um, it absolutely... Fu- I can't swear. Right? It absolutely... Yeah. Did. Uh, can I? OK. Well, no, it fucked me up big time. It destroyed me. It was like, no, I'm not just the only person. There was no work coming in, you know. Um, I went for a split up with the stress. It was like, it was just non-stop, you know, and just n- not knowing. And also then, being depressed, you don't really want to make... Some people can make music when they're depressed, but I certainly didn't want to. It was, I felt like I was a vampire yeah. and I had the cross on on, the, on that door. Do you know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> it was tough and I weren't getting anything from the government, like m- many of us. Um, all right, okay, I'm not... I had a bit of money coming in every now and again to keep me like, alive, actually publishing or whatever. But, um, but I had to pay for... F- for my, you know, for the kids and stuff yeah, as yeah. well, you know, for the family and that. So it's like, it was tough. It was really tough, and not knowing when we're getting out of it. Well, that was the uncertainty,
0: I think. Yeah, it was that it's the unknown. Well, when, when's this going to get back? Is it going to come back? Yeah, because yeah. I remember sitting there having conversations with like mates and that, going, I, I
1: can't see me reopening my club. I, I just don't know no, if it's no, going to happen. That, that, that was it. It was that's what made made it even worse. I don't know when I'm going to. Am, am I going to do it this yeah. again? You know, sort of, you know, you just didn't know. All right, we're all jabbed up now and, you know, I'm, I'm back up. you know, it's fantastic. I feel great again. You know, yeah. it's all good. Everything's worked out fine now. But at the time, it was a dark hole, man. I was really not in a good place and I don't think I was the only one. I spoke to quite a few people and on the DJ front, there was a lot of people doing streams, like yeah. DJ streams and that and I was like, you know what? That's not me, man. Mm. I, I just, I need to be with a crowd and yeah. feeling it, you know. I, I don't mind doing DJ mixes, like podcasts and that. But even that, I was just so... Weird, I was like looking at DJs doing that. And I was like, oh, I don't think this is me. I think I'd done one or two. I'd done one with Matthew Bushwecker. Um, we'd done it from... Some, before it really went locked down. we'd done it in some place. Uh, and yeah, it was cool. But I, I just didn't... It wasn't me. Look, yeah. I'm not slagging people off for doing it. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I really didn't feel it. I just felt like... Look at me! I've, you know, you know, I've got to keep my fucking thing going on. And I was, no, I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Where, where
0: do you like? Because I'm always interested. When I mean, we're sitting in this studio, and it's, it's an incredible setup you got here. Like, did you literally hit a wall where opening this door yeah w- weren't a thing?
1: Yeah, I just didn't have any inspiration. Yeah, I didn't have. I was yeah, I was feeling it, man. You know, I was I was really having a hard time, um, and. I wasn't like I, was, I usually do a bit of running, and you know I wasn't working out. Like running for me was like my sort of good thing for my head. Um, I, actually, I was. I was on and off. Actually, thinking about it now, I was doing a bit of running. But then, it's
0: amazing the difference that makes, isn't it?
1: Well, yeah, you know, because I started doing some marathons and half marathons, like, um, and it was great. You know, I've <laughs> I put a bit of weight on since because I stopped. Um, but I am doing the marathon again in October, so I'm I've just started up again now. I'm first week in into training. I've learned now not to go and hit the road hard. Try and do 10k straight away because my body I'm fi- I'm 50 now. Yeah, and I, that's what I would always do. I'd go off and run. Yeah thinking I'm like still 21. Yeah. In my head, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never grown up. Yeah. That's the thing. I've, I'm one of those, like... Sort oh, you of
0: think like, that's dangerous. Try, try being 48 <laughs> and getting in the boxing <laughs> ring and thinking you're still 21. Well, that, you that, always that, come that, out the wrong end there.
1: <laughs> well, my mate was trying to get me into sort of doing a bit of, like, the, you know... What's, what's the Brazilian... Jiu-Jitsu. Like, yeah, Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. yeah. Which is quite a nice thing yeah. to do, I think. You know, but talk about chess and it? it's all about that yeah. we're going off here the adhd heads oh let's do it <laughs> so anyway it. so um where was i mate so pull me back in you don't even know just yourself. want to know when the creativity the creati- started to kind of yeah, kick back well, in again well basically when i just started i went through a lot of rubbish a lot of personal stuff sure which was really tough for me um and also some really lovely personal stuff yeah. as well it was like proper yin and yangs all yeah. up and downs uh, so, um, and then, yeah, just started getting my mojo back and, and getting back in again. And then, you know, now I'm 100% full into this place again. It's good. I've got got all of the cobwebs in the studio. Like, Don't get me wrong. I was doing bits and bobs. It sounds like I wasn't doing anything at all. But I'm, I just wasn't into it. Um, and I certainly am now. You yeah. know, I've just come back from the sub club. Done a little thing with Irving Welsh as well. And I've done a, this sort of old thing called um, Street Wave. But, um, and then that was nice. FBI projects were there as well. So it was like a bit of an old classics thing. I forgot that and I just played it like sort of upfront <laughs> mix, but it went down really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, it's Scotland. Yeah. The Celts are great, man. So it was quite good. And I'm just getting ready to go to Australia um, next week with Dave Seaman and Steve Parry for their Celador label. Celador, it's called. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm just buzzing again. I've got to do a podcast when you get podcast. I'm doing a podcast now. I've got to do a mix when you go after this for for Dave's um, label. Just to give um, the Aussies a bit of a, this is what you're going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, bit of ammo here. here you go. You're going to get some of this. But it's again, I'm looking forward to it now. I'm enjoying it again now, and and I'm I'm gigging again, and I'm getting paid, and I can breathe again. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was really yeah, as I keep my saying, you know, you've and you've been having the same thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I'm sure no doubt you've been talking to a lot of people in the same boat. Absolutely. Uh, it's just good to be back, people jabbed. Give me any jab, I don't care. I'm not one of those stupid people that just go on No. To, you know, I've do it, get it done. Yeah, let's get the then world going. Tra- you can travel, you know, again, Yeah. get the world going, exactly.
0: Absolutely. Get it
1: spinning again. <laughs> yeah, it does spin.
0: Well let's get the playlist going and oh, God, yeah, uh it then. This, is, this has been
1: tough for me, Stu, because I was talking to you beforehand. Yeah. Like, you gave me a few questions about what we're going to go through with yeah. this playlist. I like so much music. And it's like, as a DJ, over the years, of course, I'm known as a D- DJ. I I've, I've started playing techno like, in house music mm-hmm. first. Then I was heavily into the techno thing before, you know, in the 90s taking techno around to sort of um, Japan and places like one of the first DJs to do that sort of thing, taking the techno around the world. and um, But no one really knows about the other side of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what I li- really listen to. And I think you can hear when I've done Underworld, you know, that like I'm very open to, to sort of making more than just the dance music. Yeah. I, was, I was the one who said to Cole, let's let's use guitars. Yeah. Let's do this. It was my idea to do that. Because yeah. they were a guitar band anyway. Yeah, yeah, cool. And they yeah. went to be dancey. Mm. You know, it's a new thing for them. Because I've always done it. But I listened to so much other music. Yeah. I think alternative music got me to it. Like, listen to the, like the Balearic thing. and Sure. You know, like just listen to opening up, going to the future on a Thursday or whatever. Which yeah. not just about electronic music it was about electronic music and alternative music yeah so there was the cure or this you know i mean it was the new beat thing you know it was i was always just open to sort of music yeah you know just you know i suppose well hopefully i'm a musician sort of now knowing that you know yeah absolutely you know not just a dj you know i mean well hopefully this is to
0: give us a good snapshot of that as well because it's hopefully going to be a Uh, A a, a, a zigzag of genres as we as we work through. I love a bit of Bucks fears, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Which one did you fancy as a kid, Cheryl or Jay? Jay, really? Yeah, I "I was always Cheryl. Yeah. Funny
1: though, but Rick, (laughs) right? Check this out. Rick Smith. When I first met him, he was like doing other stuff, I suppose, just to make a living. Yeah. Or was he? he, But he was working with that Jay girl. Oh, really? Yeah. He was producing some of like uh, solo stuff. (laughs) <laughs> love it and, but some of it was quite good though yeah you know yeah. It, it was pretty decent it went like pop pop it yeah yeah it was a bit more you know a bit cooler yeah. but there you go love it it just came into my head though. it just made me laugh
0: well I'm going to ask you for track one and I'm I'm totally aware that on any given day or any given hour it these change. could change yeah totally but I want to know the so song just go
1: on the fly now how Let's I do feel it. today
0: song with the greatest ever intro
1: right okay uh this can change so much. I, actually, I was just looking at this. There was a couple up there. But I'm going to go for the Tears for Fears. Yeah. Don't you think?
0: Oh, mate. Head over heels, yeah? Yeah, head over heels. Sorry, yeah. Oh,
1: what a tune. Down, 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 down. Yeah. And also, there was that... It that, uh, uh, wasn't we, we hip-hop then, was it, I suppose? It was just before... No, it was, I suppose, yeah. hip-hop. Cash Money. Yeah. Using it. And I... do, 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 do. But I used to love that as well. But big Tears for Fears fan. I remember being in the junior school... Um, and my mate Eggy, Martin Easter. Hello, Martin, who's uh, now lives in Malaga, but he, of course, his name is Eggy. Yep. Martin Easter. Work that one out, guys. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, he, he was always in. He got me into tears, fears. And um, but I always just remember that one. And it's I got into it again. You know, when I was doing the lockdown thing, I thought I'd, one thing I did want to do was make a spotify playlist mm. of stuff that i but people wouldn't know what i listen to yeah or just stuff that i like my, yeah. my music all over the place it's
0: weird as a dj isn't it or, or, or as a producer or anything that when you curate playlists on spotify you're generally doing them for every other purpose than oh, i just really like this
1: well i don't it started off with me as a running playlist yeah. and when i go running I don't listen to sort of like EDM music. Yeah. <laughs> you know, most people would yeah. do on the treadmill. You know, I'm being funny there, you know, but the, well, I'm trying to be funny. But what I'm trying to say is, I, I, I'd rather listen to some dub or this or that. Yeah. Or Maccabees. You know what I mean? Something, yeah. you know, I just love music, you know. And so it's a really good way for me just to switch off and listen to old bits and bobs and new bits and bobs. Of course, i put some dance music in there as well. And sometimes I do dance to new music. So now I'm DJing again. I sometimes put a playlist of new music that I haven't really like promo stuff that I've yeah. just downloaded. Then I can whack it on and then I just go running and go, oh, okay, boom, that one's yeah. good. So you're sort of doing your selection of yeah. DJ sets while you're out running.
0: Yeah, and I think it's a really good time to absorb stuff when you're running because there's no massive distractions, no. is there? No. Like, and I always think if I concentrate... On what I'm listening it's to. Meditations. Yeah, yeah, it's totally. Amazing. You know what I mean. Totally, and uh, it takes my mind away from. Fucking hell! Is that pins and needles in my left arm? I'm literally
1: going to kill oh, over yeah. in a minute. You, you could <laughs> worry about that. Yeah, and you could make it really bad. Exactly. You yeah. might have a little niggle because we're a bit older. You, you do get little niggles, of course, mate. But then if you have something else, to f- yeah, totally. It just takes your mind away, doesn't it?
0: I can't listen yeah. to podcasts when I run. I no. just I, I can't handle conversation. So you won't listen to this back then. Like, Oh God, no, <laughs> definitely not. Uh, but I can't. I have to listen to music, and and yeah, and it's really weird. You, you've you've got one of your playlists in front of us, and, uh,
1: well, and if I pull it up. It just makes my life easier because being a fifty year old, uh, my mind sometimes sometimes goes blank, and so I thought I just it just helps.
0: Uh, and and what was so weird was I was we was talking about some tracks on there, and yeah. and then I was trying to remember the name of someone, and I, I pulled up my Spotify, and. Like I've got a, a a playlist of just all of the stuff that I've done for myself uh, for, yeah. for when I'm on a treadmill or whatever, and there's so much Very crossover similar. on here. So Very I don't similar. know if it's just our age and the music that be, we eh? that be. we 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 grew, we grew up in. But um, well, let's before we get onto um track two, I want to ask you, yeah, when you're yeah. um, if you're putting some music together, if you're curating a like a playlist, a mixtape, um, or remixing an artist. Like, in the way now that from, you know, when we, we're going to go back, obviously, I'm sure we're going to talk about having a set of 1210s as a kid and, 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 and stuff like that. And that first kind of, mm. you know, entry point in the sort of creating music, the way that people listen to music was so different then. And yeah. now yeah. I watch my kids and they're, crazy. they're like, they get their music. I'm like.
1: Do they hear it? do they just want to hear little bits quick, yeah. like like three minute yeah. versions? It's, it's, everything's TikTok. It's, it's, it's so quick. Yeah, because I work in when we've been working doing different mixes, remixes, or whatever. We have done small, like quicker. What's oh, that? Quicker. We've shortened things down. Like for me, I love doing an eight minute mix. Still, yeah. like the David well, Holmes that's mix. that's what I want to know. I a like, bit of a date. You know, the David Holmes mix I've just done. Yeah, it's it's epic. You know, and it's like what I used to do with Underworld. Yeah, I like those long things. that take you on a journey, but the kids now. They don't want to do that nine-minute thing. They want the next thing, you know, it's instant, bang, yeah. bang, bang, bang. So I've been doing radio edits, you know, like, you know, yeah. three-minute E, sort of four minutes, Yeah. If, especially when if it's, like, a ten-minute mix. Do you feel know, that's still, a compromise? Um, uh, I think people just, well, you want it to be played on the radio anyway. Yeah,
0: that, that's the thing. That's where I was going with this question, though, in, in, in regards to, like, do... Does that enter into your creative mindset when no. you're doing this? No, like, not okay, one bit, do we want to get it on this no, playlist?
1: No, or? no, no, no. Do you no, think that that'll eat that that you after. up
0: if you start thinking like yeah, that? Yeah, It
1: comes after for me. No, I'd never think, well, oh, go make this up. No, I, I just do things, and then once I've done it, I go, yeah. okay, where yeah. are we? <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 cool. yeah. And maybe just shorten it because yeah. I, I'll get a bit carried away. Yeah. And I'll, but um, no, I don't think that's. Maybe I should start thinking like that. Oh, I can make more money. You know what I mean? Well, pop you know. Artist. I've got Be a pop I've... producer. Because that's that's, that's that's an art, you know? Uh, Fraser T. Smith, great at it. You yeah. know, he's a good mate man Fraser. And he's he's just doing, you know, he just knows how to do it. Stormsea yeah. and all that. All it's that. a science, isn't it? It is. But it, there's different... I think I could do it quite easily as well. Yeah. But I, I'm just setting my ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean, Stu? Yeah. It's like, I'd rather do that long sort of mix yeah I like yeah. epics sort of stuff absolutely I like the journey you know I should say at
0: this point that um, before we do track two um, that I've done about this would be like close to 400 episodes of this podcast now uh, and for this question six people have chosen Born Slippy Right. Yeah, right, so, That's so, nice. so, yeah. The, 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 that, is thanks, a, guys. That is an intro, mate. That is an. In, you know your way well, around, yeah, the well, intro, you know mate. I'm Not going
1: to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking track driving mad. <laughs> no, 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 I am joking. I love it. Really, it's, it's my favorite record in the whole wide world. Uh, no, no, of course I am not going to play Born Slippy. I am going to try to. Well, what
0: have we done? I am going to ask you for track two now, which is I am going to take you back and I am going to ask you to try and remember a song. The first song you remember hearing. That had an emotional impact on you.
1: Oh, this is a tough one. I can't remember this now. This is one I was looking at. Um, oh, mate, I think we might have to come back to this one, right, mate. Uh, well, look, what I'll ask you—that's that's the that's one I didn't come up with. Yeah, I don't know all the others. But yeah, apart yeah, from yeah. That
0: one. Well, well, let's talk about um, sort of early, early sort of memories of music. Like, where, where was growing up? Growing up was Essex, right?
1: Yeah, Elm Park, um, Hornchurch, Essex. Born in the house where mum and dad still live. Was it a musical house? It was a very musical house. Yeah, mum and dad were great. Um I had an older brother. We was we both had the same sort of like sound systems because we had to have the same thing. I was one get jealous of the yeah. other. You know, but we would like so cassette recorders and stuff like that, you know, we would record Yeah. But I was more in going that way. You yeah. know, I was just so into it and I was recording everything and then I had I remember having this Amstrad thing, and I was doing that that cut thing where you'd pause the button, play bits, and then, like, it was just like an edit thing. Yeah, I remember oh, that Amstrad. It was like a hi fi bit. Was, like, was it blue? But, no, no, it was a silver one that you'd come down. But I just remember doing it, like, staying up all night, just editing, just sort of like, just doing these mad edits, and then you'd scratch in and then stop it, and then put something else in. I'd love to find out those, where those tapes yeah. are, those cassettes. That must be really shit. Yeah. But it was just something I loved. I was really into it. I I just loved it. So that was, mum and dad were just into like, you know, stylistics. Dad was into Shirley, um, I was going to say Shirley Bassett, wasn't that, um, oh God. Um, gladest Night. Yeah. Gladest Night in the Pips. Sorry, I went to somewhere yesterday where they was playing Shirley Bassey uh, at her funeral, which is quite, you know, it was a lovely song. So there you go. So I'm going off here. Um, And then, you know, so it was a lot of that, you know, a bit of Barry White, a bit of this and that, music always being played. And and then by the time my first sort of records, I think we're going to talk about that anyway, one of the main ones that I bought. There's another one I talked to. I hope we'll talk about, but there was um, the police. I was into the police, and it yeah. was, was a really heavy UB40 fan. Yeah, I'm really into him. Signing, signing off for me, mate. I was really into that, and I, it just reminds me when we used to go down to Petticoat Lane. Petticoat Lane, and it, do you remember Eastenders when they used to have that market store, and it was like just playing heavy bass, yeah, like, of course. The, like a dub, yeah, and it was like the Petticoat Lane. Yeah. That's where they got it from. And I was so into that, but I was into the boo-boo-boo-boo-boo, all that yeah. dub shit. And that, that really got me into the music. That was one of yeah. my first sounds that I loved, really got into that dub. How would that make you feel? How did it make me? Oh, 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 fucking amazing. I yeah. loved it. I, I really. That was, for me, was, actually, now we're talking about it, it's coming out of my head yeah. without even thinking about it. That was one of the first sounds that really got me into yeah. music. Um, reggae man
0: yeah yeah it's it's so weird i I, I was i interviewed adrian sherwood a couple of days ago i love adrian yeah i was talking to him about this and he was (laughs) and all he was talking about was just i said where did you get your records he was like back then markets he said that's where i'd get dub and that's where i'd get reggae and he said like there weren't specialist shops then it was like the markets and you'd walk through them and you'd hear them sounds you'd hear
1: it yeah hear it and that was what i got turned on to but it was more dub yeah. I was more into the the mad sounds. Mm. So it's I suppose like experimental sort of like, you know, beep, 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 beep Yeah, yeah, of all course. that sort of stuff. When it goes into the second half of the track. Yeah. When it goes into the dub. Yeah. I was a big fan of U B forty, you know, yeah. that Madame Medusa and all those sort of twelve inches. Yeah. You had like the double pack. So like you know, signing off would like be a two two vinyls, The thirty three album, but they give you a little like present as well, which was yeah. a forty five sort of dubby sort of I think it was Madame Medusa was one of yeah. them, right?
0: Yeah. It's, it's so mad. They get they get obviously a bit of a, a well, bit of red, a tough red time wine now, and, and, of and Cheerio
1: baby and that. Of course, but that's still old great records. Yeah, like old, old reggae them covers. First of records, mate. But they were good. They really were really good, good. and it really sort of turned me. Of course, then you are going to know this. Like around that time when I was a kid, it would have been like two tone. Yeah, of you course. know. And I thought well, we, we were all little mods. Yeah, you know what I mean. And we was into the jam, and yeah. you know, it's like. But it was for me. I was really into two tone. I was yeah. really into like. Um, specials without shadow yeah. you know like specials that first album was fantastic big big fan all of them Concrete Jungle again but all some of them are sort of um, covers from old yeah, yeah, yeah. records as yeah. well I think you know and then um, a bit of a mixture but Terry Hall you know and, and all that that crew were fantastic also Madness yeah fucking loved them that first album Yeah, my brother got that one he he was like one of the first ones to get that and I would nick that off him and I got I got the police my mum knew this guy that could get some, like, um, vinyls yeah. cheaper. One of the first ones I got was uh, uh, Police, Regarded the Blanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, And that was, that was fucking great. Yeah. I, I loved that album. Yeah. Again, but it's still dubby, you know, yeah, of reggae course. vibe to yeah. it. Yeah, eww, the hi-hat work is mental, isn't yeah, it, yeah, on the police? Yeah, yeah, like. Copeland, man, was fantastic. You know, he's, he's, he is a fucking genius drummer. Love him. Uh, yeah, a big two, what was it, big bed's too big About you and i don't know what else was on there but yeah it was it was yeah it was good times so with things like that
0: that kind of mod culture and, um, and you know the impact of bands like madness and, and the specials and stuff like that um i'll, I'll get on to it, it uh, when we get on to the next question about school but like was you always someone that would align like a, a visual with an audio so if you look at where I'm going with this, Dowie is like if you look at Madness and Specials, yeah. you can picture the look. It was so striking, yeah. and yeah. it was like it was a package. Yeah. It was a gang. You yeah. look at Madness on top of the pops or the Specials; they're a gang. Yeah. Like they didn't look like all the other bands. Duran Duran didn't look like a gang. No, like yeah. Madness and the Specials the, the, did. Lads. They were. Yeah. And you watch the Working Madness videos, lads. and it was like oh, I want to be in them videos. Like yeah. I want to hang out with Madness. They look like. Like, you know, I wish my mates were madness. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, Yeah, I love Suggs and all that. I went to see him, actually, at the O2. My old manager, uh, Gary, looks after him. So I went down to see him at the O2. They were fucking great. I'll tell you what, right? really, really good. I've I've said said it hundreds of times
0: on this podcast. One of the most underrated British bands of all time as songwriters yeah
1: totally I everyone bangs shallow. on
0: about the kinks and things like that, and they're no, all great no, bands no, right. social commentary madness yeah, yeah. songs like Embarrassment yeah. coming out in the
1: early 80s exactly. mate no I like, totally agree
0: incredible pop songs yeah like,
1: no they're special yeah they're really fucking good
0: and the visual as well. just you seen like the videos to like baggy trousers and stuff like that as a kid? It was so exciting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. But there was more. Yeah, there was more to it than yeah. just being silly lads yeah. jumping around because they they played on that. Yeah. But there was the the, like, the other side. as you see? Yeah. Your an embarrassment and yeah. this and that you know there was some heavy songs there. man.
0: Yeah, massively. And I think the fact that the videos were them dicking around has probably
1: made it not yeah it
0: that help. credible in hindsight, where people are, they're never getting the, the, the you they're know not the kind of
1: because they're not serious
0: yeah. Whereas I think people will always go oh the specials like, like pioneering and blah there blah blah, and I think madness like yeah, I
1: think give, right, give this, them sure. their props yeah. Like, yeah totally you
0: know yeah but respect respect right. to the madness absolutely absolutely right. Track three. Let's um. Let's keep oh, it yeah, we in the, didn't do the last years. one, did we? <laughs> we've we'll we, we, we've got all around the ass with songs, so we've got there. some good yeah, ones. Okay. But I want to know for uh, for track three, the song that reminds you of school.
1: <laughs> there you go. It's one of those, isn't it? Yeah, clearly. yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like um. It depends. Okay. It depends what school. Let's go secondary school because in secondary I, school. Then okay, that would be more. What would it be? It would be Man Parish, Hip Hop, Bebop. Oh. It would be one of my favorite records ever. Yeah. That is actually, I can't, yeah. I, I can't say that, but it is. Is up there. Yeah. A Lean, Get Loose, um, Electro, Nucleus, yeah. Jam On It. You know, where do we, it, it's, I'm, I'm going electro mm. here. Um, 14 years old is when I first got my decks. Mum and Dad treated me to a pair of decks from Barking. No, yeah, from Barking. It was a mobile DJ unit. Yeah. It was, um, belt driven. Yeah. And I would have to speed up or slow down with my finger. Yeah. Two of the same with planet rock, two of the same of this, two of the same with that. And I would cut and scratch and I learned the hard way. That's how I done it. Um, I was really shit, but I would, It was a bit. It's like actually like DJing at the Ministry of Sound, which I'd never thought I'd be doing when I was fourteen, because it wasn't there for one thing, and also I didn't think I'd be like being yeah. the biggest, a uh, uh, big DJ. Not yeah, I say the biggest DJ, but, but you know what I mean. And then, but uh, but but the, holding the belts, the, the belt and the cut and scratching, I learned the hard way. Yeah. By the time I was sixteen, so I've had fourteen years. No, fourteen, I had that. By you know, so two years I've been working hard on this double decked mobile DJ unit and then I got Technics when I yeah. was um, 16 yeah I mean they were and the it, holy grail right? and I just got the job down I was working on the money market I got a job down the life floor and it was a night I got on that night and that night it was a hurricane Oh, really? So, ho- so I didn't have to go to work the next day. So oh, dream. I, 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 just got, I had a Harrison mixer. I've got, maybe over there, somewhere around this. Anyway, I had a Harrison mixer. Harrison, I think I've, I don't, they don't make any uh, anything anymore, but they were great Harrison. So I had a really good Harrison mixer and these two techniques, and I set them all up. Next day, didn't have to go to work.
0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com
1: slash host and i was in heaven oh. and it was so fucking easy because yeah. i learned the hard way yeah cool so straight away it's like it's like what these kids do now it's like sinking yeah. <laughs> you know what I, mean? but I, I, and I would ride you know, the pitch pitch control. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, I was one of those. I'd scratch in, then worry about how I'll get in after. Yeah. And there's only a few DJs around that time yeah, when yeah. I was in the clubs then, like Derek May was one of them as well. Yeah. We'd, we'd, we'd ride it. We'd, yeah. We're quick, we're fast. Yeah. Because I learned the hard way. But sure. I was into cutting and scratching. Yeah. And then I went into sort of playing. Then house music started coming out when I was 16. But I already learned my trade. So then when you got house and techno coming in, but you've still got that hip-hop sort of electro sort yeah. of, you know, the way you've been brought up on it, sure. it makes it a lot easier. Tell me about
0: how exciting, because we're very similar in age, Dale, and and I know the impact it had on me, because everything up until then, it had been like looking at Madness and looking at the specials, and, and it being very, very English and very, very working class, and then all of a sudden we're exposed to this music as, as young teenagers that's come from overseas that sounded like nothing yeah. it ever heard before. Tell me the impact that like oh, hip hop and mind. electro. It ble- ble-
1: blew my mind. Well, the electro was one of the main sort of thing because it, you know, films like, you know, uh, what was it? Beach street. Great. And then, and then wild style yeah. was a big, big, big thing for me. Yeah. Wild style. Cause it was gritty. Yeah. It wasn't like the polished commercial one, like yeah. breakdance, but I did go along. I remember meeting some of the, uh, my old mates, Tony Sayer, Joe Walker, yeah. Lee South, right? I met. They went to a different school, but yeah. we all hang about Romford, yeah. and they're all all hip hoppers. Like, well, no, it was electro then, yeah. and break dancing, Lino, and we got to know all the trouble he crew. So, look, yeah. there was a big crew of us outside of Air Price. Yeah, you know that little bit. Yeah, there, yeah we yeah, were yeah. hanging out there. You know, Joe. Actually, you yeah. told me about this. Hello, Joe. And um, but that's how I got to know everyone outside yeah. the Odeon in Romford. I mean, yeah. the massive queues. It's always used to be a massive queue in Romford yeah. to get in. And that was, that, that was Breakdance, that one. But but for me, the films, the ones that got, that was Wildstyle. Um, I used to play that non-stop. I, I had the, um, every, like the, all the live stuff, you know. I've got the album somewhere, you know, sometimes pull it out. But for me, it's um, pretty heavy. You know, like, was it Theodore? Yeah. It's Theodore, right? Yeah. And he was fucking great, man. Yeah, like, man. And the, it was DST on that one as yep. well. So, so yeah, you know names, you' <laughs> So, but so I was a big fan of those guys because it was a very, you know, Grandmaster Flash. Yeah. You know who I've, I've met now and yeah. dj with. You know, but but those guys were. Imagine
0: cool. that back in the day, thinking at some I point know, in the future you was going to meet thought, Grandmaster man? Flash. I
1: know the guys you look up to. Yeah. Is that like Arthur Baker? Yeah. Like, wow, he was on my label and underwater. You know, oh, like he'd done a track own. with Tim from um, Ash. Yeah. Tim. Yeah, Tim yeah, Wheeler. Yeah, Ash. thank you, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah, I ain't yeah. going mad. Sorry, Tim. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, so but these heroes are yeah. now my friends. Yeah. It's that's crazy, great. man. It's mad. And, like,
0: you know, and it, there was all of that. And I don't know if it was the same at your school, but it was, it was booked out for about a year in advance in a local library. And, and you could, none of us could afford it. And, like, but someone at school would have a copy of Subway Art. And yeah. we'd all literally be yeah, right. over
1: a over shoulder yeah, trying yeah, to have a look it at heavy it. Good. Yeah, it was really good, wasn't it?
0: And, and I think the thing is, with things like B Street, you know, Breakdance, Wildstyle, Subway Art, you whereas now everything is everywhere. You can get it in a yeah, second. Yeah. Then there was very little that was... Occasionally, you might get one of them on top of the pops. But it was like a
1: collective sort of thing, then, yeah. Wasn't
0: and it? there was like you just you had to get what you could get, and there weren't a lot of it, and so it made it even more exciting, I yeah. think. And and yeah. the the fashion that come with it as well yeah. was like yeah. it was just it was obviously so American and so, so exciting. Fila tops, ah, oh, Sergio
1: toshinis oh. uh, I used to love all that. Yeah, I to, uh, my Sergio is like a light blue one with red. It's fucking great. It's so Do
0: you know great. what my mother found me one night and? Like my mate's old man used to just get all his hooky stuff, <laughs> and uh,
1: all, yeah. But I, we would go go. What's a place down Upton Park? There was a place in Upton Park, going oh. to was the old like football ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was one underneath in the thing that was like a place to go to get yeah. like these like casual. All your like,
0: casual gear, <laughs> casual
1: yeah. gear, not it? <laughs> I remember going there to get loads of stuff.
0: I got this phone call, and I was like, "Do you want to feel a jacket?" Like a feeler ski jacket, I was like, fucking oh, was. like I was like, yeah, definitely. And like and I remember like getting home and like and like literally running home from my mates to get this feeler like ski jacket. <laughs> Oh, no, it was the most shnod thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was I so you bad. With that. I knew it was gonna and be I was
0: shit. a tubby little kid anyway. And we this all, thing mate, was we about all? a foot thick. And I put it on and looked like a Michelin man. I was like, with this really badly all embroiled. All that happened the next day, I don't know if it was the same at your school, but the word you used to get, like I walked in and everyone shouted the word emo at me. It was like, <laughs> emo. And I was like, oh, it's not imitation. It was like, mate, that's imitation. I was like, oh, I think I wore it for that one day. I was like, mum, I can't wear what that anymore.
1: The, what was the other stuff we used to wear? Like the um, surgeon, no, what was the like, Calvin, no one Calvin. There was like... Rob you had the Pierre Cardin... And, yeah, okay, like, yeah, But yeah. Was there was another one as well, which was Gabici. Like, yeah, Gabici. Like, that's yeah, the
0: one yeah, I was Yeah, 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 Like, I remember you had the Sheeney, and then you had the more Rossini. <laughs> like, and I, I, had a, I had a Rossini tracksuit, and he had the two blue stripes
1: on the calf. And I remember yeah, But if thinking, you were cool, mate, you'd, you'd be out wearing SL12... Uh, no, no, that's the... You wouldn't be wearing them on your feet. No, there was an Adidas, Adidas SL something. They, they were cool. I can't remember now. Yeah. Um... And then, yeah, it was Fila, man. If yeah. You, if you had the Fila or the Sergios, yeah. you're fucking rocking, man. Bro. Oh, I remember,
0: like, That's I, it, I got my first night wind Runner, and I was like, I thought, I've made it. And I remember, like, the first, I can still remember the first proper pair of trainers I got as well. It was the first time that my dad took me trainer shopping. I thought, oh, I can take the piss out of the old man. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it'll spend a bit more. And I don't know if you remember, they were called Fila Jovilas.
1: And, like, <laughs> they, had a, they had a
0: big, thick sole and pigskin front. And I remember thinking... Oh I've made dance. it like I have made it.
1: <laughs> you didn't really make it did
0: you? No, not I mean, at all. Tell me about tell me about like what what you wanted to be when you was at school.
1: Um, an astronaut, man, like everyone. <laughs> no. Um, what do I want to be? I I just love music, mate. I was so into it at an early age that well when fourteen onwards, I was just so sucked into it and then fourteen, sixteen years old house music was coming out from Chicago. All right. It was, there was still, we knew there was new bits yeah. before that sleazy D's or whatever, you know, yeah. but, but Jazzy M I will always talk about Jazzy because like Mike really got me. I was listening to a lot of LWR, a lot of pirate radio stations around my mums and then found Jazzy M on LWR Tuesdays and Thursdays, the Jackin zone. And I was recording everything you know, and I was just so into it. I was sucked into it. And that's when I was like, oh man, it was like the craft work and that when you listen to when you was younger, but with the soul music that you liked as well from your mum and dad and you, because I'm an old Essex soul boy, we've talked about one little bit of music I like, specials and that, but I listened to a lot of soul music as well. You know, wherever, you know, it just, I was so into that. Um, you know, fondere and you know yeah. whatever you know all the, basically all the street sound stuff yeah. that morgan carl yeah. put out you know was was a great way it's a great way of um showing what you was into because you'd listen to all that and the soul scene was very essex with the it's gold mine totally, it was it was so essex yeah, wasn't yeah, it yeah. Well, i used to go to zero six yeah i was going to clubs when i was 14 yeah because i was a bit older and knocking about with my brother's like crew so i'd go i could get in at 14 years old to like zero six or yeah. Whether it was Tots or yeah. you know, like proper Essex like glitzy, yeah. but I got I would live in Hollywoods. Yeah. You know, not knowing I would be doing a night down there. Yeah. bringing Weatherall down there or fucking David Holmes or yeah. blah blah blah. You know, that's what I was doing, culture yeah. shock. I started that up. Yeah. They still I think they I don't know if Tony still does it now. But I started that then I was doing Twilight. Twilight I started off doing a thing in um so 16, working on the money markets, met a few guys on the money market. I wore fluffy white socks when I went down to the money market for the first day. I got absolutely rinsed See, because, I, in you. You because I was open. an Essex soul boy, right? So, but then you realise, quick, this is not cool. You don't yeah. wear fluffy white socks yeah. and, it, and and you get rinsed. You know, you, when you work on the money market, you know, I, I was the first one with long hair down there. Yeah. Right? They used to go, Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <don't mind. laughs> did I blow that? But they, they would go, yeah, because I had long hair. Yeah. Next spring, two years later, they're all listening to Acid House music, cool, mate, right? they've all got long hair. yeah, I was like a trendsetter, mate, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, and then, then I got a gig down Lime Lights like, so, because like, c- c- I believe in fate, you know, I didn't really like working down the mine market at all, but I had to be in there at eight. My love wasn't there, but I'd done it for three and a half years. But if I didn't go there, I wouldn't have met all the people that introduced me to, like, Oakenfold or this or that. Delir- people were going to Delirium, Um Mate, Then one of the guys, Ian, who's still a good mate of mine, um, we started doing a night in. Rains in South End, Goldouters, yep. yeah, and we started doing that. God, in 87, I've not at Rains for, for a long time. 87? No, it wouldn't be. It'd be eighty-eight, eighty-nine. Then that was my first ever gig. Yeah, and my first record that I put on. He goes, go in and Dad's going, go, go for it. And so, like everyone's there on a Monday night. We've got to work the next day, by the yeah. way. So we'd finish at two. The time you get home would be like half past three. Yeah, and then I had to be up. At, oh, mate, it was a nightmare. But without working down the money market, I wouldn't have been where I am, you know, sure. meeting up with Ian. So I got my first gig, and I, my first record was um, Machines, along long uh, Lauren X. Yeah. Not, uh, Lauren X, who's become a good friend of mine now, Mark Imperial. Yeah. Uh, and I've, 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 every time I was in Underworld or whatever, I was in, if I was in Chicago, I'd, I'd see Mark, love who him. now is a fighter, actually. You'd love him. Oh, really? He does, yeah, he does a lot of, yeah, he trains. Yeah, ah. but Mark Imperial, he wrote Machines, like yeah. uh, Lauren X, he was Lauren X. Yeah. And that, but that was one of the best Acid records ever. Yeah, and so I went yeah, yeah, I yeah, cutting and scratching again. I was cutting in, like showing off. <laughs> yeah. and I got the gig. Yeah, I got the gig. Did it? Did it feel at that
0: point that music could be a career?
1: Not at first. When I was 14. 16, got my Dex House music, going to clubs. Then I thought, okay, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, Acid House blew up. Yeah. And then I just I thought, you know what, man, this is it. This yeah. Is it. I, I just love this so much. Yeah. I love music so much. I just I just I was getting to Mike's every week from Elm Park on the um, district line all the way over to to where Mike's shop was uh, vinyl zone, which was Putney. Yeah. So it was on, on district line all the way through an hour to get there, I had to get back, but yeah. I would come back with loads of music, go to Twilights, DJ at Twilight, this is after rains. Yeah. We moved up to Twilight's it used to be the old Elliot's yeah. opposite the halfway house. And that became, we had, you know, Danny Ramplin play there and a few people. But that was like my little baby.
0: Yeah.
1: And I was playing Bam Bam, you know, like, yeah. you know, Twilight Zone, starting off. And I was I was doing good, man. But yeah. the mixing was good. I was just, I was in the zone. Was you confident? Yeah. Really confident. Really confident. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> I just loved it. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, got to know Nicky Holloway, started doing the Milk Bar. Yep. 91, maybe. Recession session Monday nights, yeah. Weatherall came down, saw me. We had Bono, and we had loads of people coming down on the Monday nights. Um, then from the milk bar, I was given DJ of the Month, ID magazine, and the face same month. So it's a big thing to get one, yeah. But you I must have been walking it. on
0: air at that point,
1: mate. So I'm smashing, it. yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so and also before that, I was done nine Nights with a guy called Steve Sever that I hooked up with on the money market, yeah. He knew Johnny Walker. So I got I was doing lime nights as well. Yeah. I think had just come on after that, so I'm just trying to work this one out. Um yeah, so yeah, but the Milk Bar was a good one. Andy Weatherall couldn't do a party at Bogner uh weekender for Boys Own. the Boys Zone The Boys Own were doing like a Bogner one. So An- Andrew asked me to um cover for him.
0: Yeah. For um, listeners, that's junior Boy Zone, not Boys Zone, the uh the boy <laughs> band. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Weatherall with Boys Zone would have been quite a decent night. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, thanks for that, Stuart. Yeah. Um So, yeah, basically, uh, so Boyzone, which was like a cool. Yeah. Which is another part of the history. I, I went to I introduced underworld to, to Boyzone as yeah. well. So, that's another story we can talk about. Yeah. But I was given the um, chance to sort of play at this really big weekender. Everyone was there. And then um, I just smashed it, basically. I, yeah. I, and what I used to do, my trademark, was use two of the same vinyl. Yeah. There was no CDs Ds and it was all vinyl. But I'd cut and scratch. I'd go back and forth. Yeah. So I would extend things, whether it's Yofu, Yindi treaty. Yeah. I think I started off with. That's nice. a good intro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was one I did went on for about five minutes. Someone was, <laughs> was get bored with me.
0: So but, you was drawing on all the kind of skills that you'd learnt scratching hip hop totally and, and brought that
1: into the and arena. Yeah, yeah, no one else was doing it. Yeah. So you're going so to my, my trademark stand was, out, stand, I remember Thompson Twins, um, Red Light, uh, Remix, David Morales. Uh, it was boom, 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 which is a bit of a rip off from a video crash, I think. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, but I used to use it like that and I would go on and on and on, yeah. and then it kicks in. Yeah. But it was, at the time, it was a watchable thing, and yeah. people were into it, and I'm going back and forth. Yeah. Now you just push a button. Yeah. It's so long gone in those days, but um, at the time, it was like one of my trademarks, and Yeah. it sort of really helped. I remember starting off with Yoffi India, the um, Bogner thing. Um, I know um, one of the first raves, well, the first rave, the first party, it was Norman Cook's first party. Yeah. And I remember I heard that Norman Cook was there, and he always talks about I was the first person that got him into lighthouse music. Right. So I'll, so that's my uh, thanks, Norman. I love you, baby. <laughs> no, we're, we're good men, mates now, good friends. So, um, yeah, and I bet it was his first party. Yeah. And it got him into house music. Yeah. So I got Norm. Rocking on that night, so I think I've done a good job. Yeah, I remember also like cutting and scratching. He's done <laughs> all right, hasn't he? He's, he's done all right. <laughs> I've been on a few tours with him, mate. We, you know, we're old mates, you know. It's um, again, you know, I've met some lovely people in my life and uh, made that yeah. I think you know, it's it's, it's mad. Yeah, it's like you
0: know, I was lucky to have him on here. He, he, he oh, yeah, I've, I've, I've had Norman on, yeah, he was he's good, yeah,
1: he's a good lad, you know, he's gone through it, he's been up and down. and but he's, he's back, and he's firing on four cylinders at the yeah, moment. He?
0: Absolutely.
1: Well, look, we spoke so much about
0: records. Yeah. Tell me the first song you bought from a record shop.
1: Well, again, it's like, it's, I'm not going to talk about the Wombles one that I was given, because like, you know, I didn't yeah. go to the record shop, but the Wombles was, I, I, okay, so, I couldn't go off here, mate. It's mate,
0: I've had Mike Bat on the podcast yeah. who uh, wrote yeah. that. <laughs> oh, mate, you made know, a great one. Like, okay, oh. <laughs> Privileged, I mean it, head and shoulders with white back, mate.
1: So, um, what one memories okay, what what I would go to. I, I remember I was a big Beach Boys fan, really big Beach Boys fan, and so I was really into them. I remember buying a Beach Boys album, it wasn't the first, I don't think, but it's this is one that's coming into my mind, which is sort of decent memory. um but yeah, Beach Boys was a big thing for me, not knowing. I think I was more into the cheesy sort of side, you know, yeah. but then got into them quite a bit. Yeah. Not knowing the pet sounds and all this. was It's
0: <laughs> crazy, isn't it? Yeah. But I think that's such a... Such a common thing for, for for people of our generation. I remember just you know seeing things like Teen Wolf and, and hearing like you know him surfing on the and thinking, oh yeah, I like the Beach Boys. I like, I like that one. I like, I I I like really surfing. like surfing into- all the ones that had surfing, and I was like, yeah, I love all of them. Yeah. And I get around, and then all of a sudden, I, I you look. I remember reading the NMN greatest album of all time. Pet Sands by the Beach Boys. And I remember seeing a picture yeah, you of them. put it together, could and you? And I was like, where's the surfboards? They've all got, like, beards and, like... and Sitting,
1: it's... sitting in, like, sandbags." Yeah. Sand pits. Yeah, I was like, what's
0: <laughs> going on now? And then you hear that record and you think, oh, there's, there's levels to this band. Yeah. Like, that fucking was hell. A mental, not he? Yeah, No, yeah. I
1: shouldn't say that, because, no, he had a hard time, though, didn't he? Massively, yeah. That, you know, yeah. tripping and stuff. And
0: Absolute torture that. genius. But again, a genius. Yeah.
1: Absolute genius.
0: I got to see... I got to see Brian Wilson at Cliff's Pavilion in Southend oh, wow. uh, about three years ago. That would have and, been a good one. Uh, that's, oh, that's
1: our local, isn't it? Now?
0: Yeah, mate. Like, that it was fucking... The lights all went down about halfway through. His band's through.
1: amazing, though, as well, isn't oh, it? You know, the, Al
0: Jardine was still in the band. Yeah. And his son was in the band. Uh, no, Al Jardine's son was in the band, sorry. And it was like... Yeah. If you're Brian Wilson, you have the best musicians in the that's world, did not you?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. But the lights went down halfway through...
1: Do you, do you have a little tear?
0: Mate, I'll tell you <laughs> what, it was full of like, I bet you did. Middle-aged men and older yeah. and and the lights went down, lit up Brian on the piano, God only knows and yeah, everywhere you know? looked, everyone's bottom lips were going. Yeah, it was yeah, like, it was powerful, man. And his voice, he's fractured a bit now and it's, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. No. It was so real yeah. and like, and you just think, he wrote. And you're lucky to see him as well. It's absolutely. You know like,
1: Especially at South End.
0: Yeah, Especially it seems so end. surreal. Yeah. Like, so surreal. Like, I saw I saw Morrissey at the Brentwood Centre.
1: Oh, that's weird, isn't it? You get to these. It
0: was like a gym. I just walked in. and I was like, How "Am I seeing Morrissey in here? This is crazy." Uh, uh, yeah, and I think like aside from obviously the the, the 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 venue that I work at, there's not huge amounts of venues in Essex for for, for live music anymore. I think they've gone down a lot, haven't they? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. Same if with you've clubs. Got, you've got to pick toothbrush. Mm. Yeah, it's a shame. It's um, it's tough. You know, I think well after the last two years yeah people have been struggling yeah They're about new things opening up fabric is still rocking along is it well i think so isn't it yeah i haven't played there for a long time i haven't yeah. played there for years because i was more of the end sure of yeah. dude you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. so it was either fabric or the end and yeah. i was part of uh, the end furniture yeah and uh hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365 day returns. Um, I miss it sadly. I, I really do miss that badly. Yeah. And it's sad that it went, should I say, you know, it was um yeah, it was the end was just fucking amazing. Well,
0: that suits the next question nicely. And I ain't got a clue where you're going to go with this, mate.
1: I, I do. I, listen, mate, I don't even know if I answered your last question. I just waffle. So I am Mr. Wafflehead today.
0: The song that soundtracked... You, you went oh, Beach no, I've done Beach Boys, yes. Okay. Uh, the song that soundtracked your years in Clubland. Oh, you, where would you go with that, no, mate? Do you know what I mean? What's weird is I've got, a, I've got... I always keep me a little bit of paper... Um, with me, like a few like bass questions on, and uh, which is just got basically the, the, the seven tracks. And, and I grabbed one out at, at, at my little studio today, and it's an old one that I had with um, a, a, a former guest called Matt Goodison who was in The Infidels. And uh, Infidels, and what I remember The Infidels, yeah,
1: yeah I, mean, I remember that crew.
0: And what's weird is I've just he's got his questions
1: there and he chose for this oh, what song <laughs> what's he got let's get my glasses on <laughs> oh, the world red cow, going, on res? yeah well that is a part of my life yeah so um, I remember writing res in the afternoon one after me and Rick just just together I it up you know knocked it out very quickly res yeah. but Rick's playing in that mad yeah I remember being on the Oscar. Yeah. I was doing all that. Just sometimes me and Rick had something going on, man. It was like, it just worked. It took, a little, it took a little time, maybe even a couple of years. You know what I mean? But we we just could read each other's minds in yeah. there. Because we would live jam shit. Yeah. Not like now you're looking at the screen you've got to do. Yeah. I, I like that. And I think that's coming back in a lot now. Yeah, Just getting in. A lot of people using modular stuff and that. Just yeah. jamming and I think it's really good again because that's how we used to do it press play record on the deck machine and then you jam Yeah, and that's how we used to do it in yeah. one take sometimes and Rez was made like that and then I went off with um, I had to do a gig that night it was a midweek I think it was a Thursday I remember it really well this day and um, I had it on tape I, I recorded it well on a cassette and um, I was doing a gig that night in Venus in Nottingham with Fabi Perez. Fabby picked me up, and I remember I went pull it in Fabby's car. He was driving. I don't think you even passed my test then. Yeah, I don't think I did. Me and Fabby were going up. But me and Fabby had some history as well. Like yeah, we, we were back to backs before anyone else. Mate. Yeah, we. T- that's another story, right? So, but this. So I went. bomb, This is. Uh, check this out. And so, fucking that was uh, instant. I just yeah. knew. We we nailed it. Yeah. Fucking knew it. You know. It's you know you just know when you've got. A yeah, track. yeah, yeah. And then um, that was on the ball. The res thing. I've come back down, and then Cole put the vocal on the. Well, it was the same sounds, mm. but they just put the, everything every, over the top. Yeah. Put that one out as well. So we, that was the, the birth of res and cowgirl. Like in, in, you know, it was done.
0: What would be the song that soundtrack your years though? Such. Sat- I'm putting okay. you on the spot. You, you, I mean... Right, do, do you
1: want to go like dance music-y when I'm DJing? It's hard I'll tell to you say. what,
0: right? What song comes on that makes you want to dance? Because it's so hard. I mean, as, as, as a DJ, you know that you're constantly sort of trying to make people dance and you're trying to give people a good time uh, whilst trying to
1: retain integrity in what you play yeah. and, and try and get that balance right. Just Can I just say some of the stuff, the bits I like, this would be easier for me mm. because I can't... It's just one song, is it? it's just... This is just stupid, Stuart. Um, I'd say from Dance Eight 808 State, I think that's an intro one as well, maybe. Oh. What, one I mean? Pacific? or yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, rest in peace, Andy. Yeah, Love man. You, mate. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, uh, yeah, I think Sweeney Latino as well, man. Yeah. Oh, you know, um, Manu Goshtingv. Cut yeah. up Italian style, yeah. The only way the Italians could do it, as yeah. So, FBI project, were fucking
0: great yeah, well. yeah, yeah.
1: But that the, um, um, these are tracks I'm just coming off around that era when I was going to amnesia and that and having a good time. Um, <laughs> and it was, <laughs> it was 89, I think, yeah. And, and they, those sort of really get me going. Big fan of Matt, my Ma- uh, Mad Mike Banks, um, so Jupiter 8 and all those sort of yeah. things. I'm talking about more dancey stuff, yeah. I think you're talking about something. No, uh, I'm just thinking of music that just gets me going on the dance. That's all I want to know. There you go. Like Stuff with a bit of groove and a bit of feeling, a bit of something that's going to, I love emotional stuff. Yeah. I really do. You know, and that's one of the things that, 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 you know, sometimes you want to sort of cry to it in a way, you know, you could do. But um, at the end of the day, it's um, those sort of things I love. Um,
0: When you get them like, there's just like, you know, so much electronic music makes me just want to lose my shit. Yeah. But then, I don't know. When crowd drop a song and it's yeah, like, bam, oh, bam, 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 oh, I want to dance. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Like, so, so
1: we haven't even touched the rare groove that yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah, What yeah. we used to going yeah. down to Waves in South yeah. Bend with Gary Dennis. Yeah, you know, there's so much we haven't yeah. even like picked shout up out on. Gary Dennis. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but shout
0: out to Gary Dennis.
1: <laughs> you know, so there is yeah. so much, but uh, we've only just touched the. Yeah, there's so much stuff that I've done. Yeah, that, that I, I and just,
0: we've been playing loads of guitar music
1: before we started playing, I love it, I'm yeah, playing yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, um, I listen to a bit of a ride any day of the week. Oh. Actually, I've done, I've done a remix for Andy. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I'll play it to you after. Yeah, and it's um, it's quite Balearic, actually. It's quite Reverly. Yeah, old school.
0: What a dude he is. Um, uh, I think
1: I used it in the end. I have done it ages ago, but then I've done the Glock mix for him. Uh, for his Glock thing. Yeah, oh, I'm good mates with Andy. He's um, he's he's a lovely man. Yeah, very very talented man. Yeah, man. His music, his electronic stuff, the Glock stuff. Yeah. F- yeah, ain't a bad wow. DJ either. He's all right. <laughs> I've taught him well. He's been down in the studio. A few times. Has he? Him and Gamav. Yeah. Yeah. Over the years. Yeah. When. Uh, yeah. I've had quite a few people in and out of this place. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's such I, a, he's such a lovely space, walls, man. man. Yeah. No, it's all thank right. you, man. It's it's it's. Yeah, I'm just gonna get. I'm actually this bit here. I'm, I've got a, uh, a guy that's gonna do a nice big painting on this middle oh, bit. Oh, nice! A really colourful thing, and yeah, just needs a bit of love. But it's cool. Working on the, the new live show what we were talking about. Yeah, earlier. yeah, yeah. So, like, um, I'm going to have a rig where I can just sort of go out. And I've been in this business for 30 years now, and I've done a lot of remixes and a lot of, like, whatever. Anything I've touched and released, whether yeah. it's a remix or an Underworld track or whatever, I'm going to go and do that live.
0: Recreate it. Recreate it. Amazing.
1: So I'll have a big sort of – it's going to – I reckon I'll take about six months to just get about – Fifteen twenty track, but yeah. I'm gonna take six months, but you know what I mean. Yeah, It'd yeah. It take yeah. a little while just to get it together. Yeah. But then I can c- just keep on adding. Yeah. Massive Attack remix this, that, Bjork, you know, yeah. and just add it to that. Compassion, get to core, you know. This, bam, bang, bang, you know. So it would be only I can do that. No one else yeah. can do that. Everyone else is a DJ now. Everyone can push sync buttons and yeah, and mix because but that's unique, right? What I you're used doing? To mix with vinyl. Yeah. You know, people don't have to. It, but it's easy for them now, so I'm not being there eh, because it sounds like I'm no, like, not what, at all. I thought the next stage, but would you be... was talking about
0: moving into you know different genres of music, but retaining what you've done in hip hop and bringing that to table to make you, what you do something more unique. That's what you're doing now, totally. and, and that's yes, fantastic. It's moving forward, absolutely. Yeah,
1: it's, it's about how can I move forward. And there's a lot of people, you know, like um, say Teko, I was doing a gig with down at um Super Freaks Party down the egg the other day with Mr. C's like label, you know, like. He's he's one of my artists on uh, D Tone, my, my label D Tone, and um, I think you just got to start doing it now. I think lives the ne- next thing, without a shadow of a doubt, because it's unique to only you, yeah, and what you can bring to the table is like I've got loads to bring to the table, which would be really interesting. Well,
0: that's what I want to talk about now, which is that, that that point of like moving forwards. And you said you've been in the industry for thirty years, and it's a brutal industry, yeah. you know, it's a competitive yeah. industry. Um, and you've, you know, you, you've continued to, to, to do what you do and, and and have a very successful career. And so I talked, I touched on confidence earlier. Yeah. Tell me about your drive.
1: Um, I think it's just in you, man. You know, it, it's, it's pretty straightforward. I just love it. Yeah. I can't not be with it. Mm. Uh, my drive sometimes goes down but the passion is still there. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, of course you know it does. Mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. Like, and that will never go. Yeah. And sometimes you go, can, oh, can't be asked. Yeah. And so sometimes I need kicking up the ass, but I think just because of all the shit that's gone on, yeah, that, that negative stuff is starting to sort of disappear now. Thank yeah. God. And I feel very positive about the future going back on tour, going to Australia, going back to Bali as well. Yeah. in The next couple of weeks, so I've got some great gigs in India coming up, um, um, I'm doing a, a DC10 gig in Ibiza with Coxy, um, so you know this year's just starting to book up yeah. very quickly, and it's made me feel confident again. People sort of, and I think it, it's good to do the David Holmes mixes and yeah. this again. I'm back on it, yeah, just to let people know I'm here again, yeah, because like that two years, I'm like oh, I don't know what's going on, yeah, 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 and um, and I've got I'm sitting on loads of music as well. I've got stuff I haven't even put out yet. I'm looking at doing something very interesting, talking about things at the moment, which would be really good. Can't really go into it too much, but that it would just be like something that one of my loves that I want to bring back to life. So I'm looking at doing that. Um, I'm working with Nick Lamore, Little Moore, from Empire of the Sun. I've been working with him since I left Underworld. It was going to be a Darren Emerson album. We wrote loads and loads and loads of stuff. Never came out. That's nearly 20 years old now, that stuff, yeah. right? And it sounds fresh. It's called Huffer. Yeah. So so Huffer's coming ca- and Then I've got this thing called the White Lamp. Now, the White Lamp is this soulful, sort of more, uh, it's, it's my soul side, you know? Yeah, and it's yeah. working with a guy called Pete Joseph, my, my brother, from um, Bristol, a Bath. And um, we've been signed to Skint. Uh, we've just had a track out called Harmony. We're doing, we've done two Glastonbury gigs before. That's our only live gigs we've done. And I've just been asked to sort of go back to do that this year. So I think we're just going to do a small little gig at Glastonbury. And um, that's my little baby. Lovely. So that's coming. We've got new stuff coming out there. So, I'm, you know, I've got fingers all over the place. <laughs> well,
0: you are all over the place. But right now, I'm bringing you back home. Because for the next track, I want to know. Favourite artist from your home county? favourite
1: song from an artist I like the way you've done that Mm. that's very good you've done this before haven't you yeah (laughs) mate okay so I'm from Essex right yes so I'm I'm sorry I should have said yeah mate yeah yeah bruv (laughs) it's bruv these days it's bruv (laughs) yeah bruv Um, so I'm looking at Essex and we've got some fantastic artists loads of fucking great artists from Essex Um, and I'm going to go for Talk Talk Mm. because uh, I just love them yeah and um, I just think I could have gone for like one of the more you know yeah because I'm good mates with Liam from The Prodigy or what you know I could have but I do love The Prodigy
0: yeah Loads, yeah, you know they've uh, had a lot of love on this podcast. It's yeah, fine. that's
1: what I mean. But fuck off, Liam. Yeah, move over, mate. Yeah, we're gonna go H- talk H- to H- sit over there with Dave Garn. <laughs> they've,
0: they've had all the love. Well, I
1: was, well, there was love over there. I'm literally round the corner from Basil <laughs> there these days, and so I love a bit of Dave Garn. But you no, know, which I've remixed as well. Yes, could be in the live mix. Yeah, all oh, nice. Barrel of a gun. Lovely. You know, What's that's a what? That's what I mean. So, so there's things I can. That's what I mean. Yeah. I can do what I just feel anything I've done a remix of, yeah. whether it's the Chems or Yeah Dust Brothers then I think I, yeah. I was when I've done it. But you know what I mean? I yeah, could really. yeah. anyway, back to talk talk. Talk yeah. talk. I talk, 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 talk too much. Um and um What a vocalist though. Oh, man. Like, yeah man. He was pretty fucking special, wasn't yeah, he?
0: Yeah. He really was. He he I, I just think that band. Like, for me, I, you know, I don't know if it was the same for you. Like, my entry point was things like Such a Shame Today and yeah. Life's What You Make It, and, yeah. and it's my life. And
1: what do you reckon? I think Life's What You Make It is the one for, for this one. Oh, well, the you're a DJ. That's life. got the
0: break beat, it. That's got the monster beat, innit? Like. <laughs> <"Dum, laughs> what a tune. <laughs> yeah,
1: had a great voice, didn't it? Yeah. But that sort of like. Yeah, it was, all, it was so good. So I reckon that.
0: Yeah, talk, talk. What you pick
1: whatever you want to do.
0: No, mate. Oh, you can play anything. Your choice. It? We're gonna have a Spotify playlist, and it's gonna have about okay. three million okay. songs okay. on it. Yeah. Well, uh, pick uh, what you want, then, guys. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go last. What you make it because he's a better. Yeah, belt, but,
1: that, but but was it the? Eden? Is it Eden? What was that album? Spirit like, of Eden. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That was, that was pretty special. Yeah, man. Like, and then like, they just. Went, I mean, uh, bands that just kind of just develop and mature and find their way, like, mate, where yeah. they went was just, yeah, shit got spiritual.
1: Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, yeah
0: and, and, yeah, incredible. Worth, and what what a loss.
1: Big up then, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was a loss. Yeah. And for
0: somebody that just went, you know what, like, I just want to uh, stop all this now and, and, yeah, just kind of want to, funny, isn't it? Do the family thing and, and not, yeah. not, not worry with this anymore. It's like, it's crazy. I mean there was the solo record but
1: but then I suppose you, I know this, you know, being in bands and that. Mm. It's it's not all petals and roses.
0: No. No, well he lost his brother as well didn't he Ed Hollis um quite young I believe. Right. Um and yeah, they like Ed, Ed would, would, would come to a toothbrush like uh way I should going to the toothbrush by the way? Did you? Oh, no, I should. Oh, whenever you want, mate. Yeah, whenever you I'll want, you up the road, mate. Yeah, come and stick your head in. Come yeah. and stick your head in. Should I bring
1: my USB uh, stick.
0: Uh, yeah, always, mate. Always. <laughs> yeah, that'd be lovely, please. No, I no, no. <clears throat> Um All right. Well, look. Um, for the last track, this is when you get to do what you do best, and uh, and this is introduce people to something new and exciting to listen to. So this is your opportunity to to pick <laughs> up myself.
1: I feel like to be. Uh, do it. <laughs> do it. If you Okay. Got? Right. So, white lamp. The White Lamp, Okay. we've had four tracks out over about 10 years. I'm pathetic, I'm rubbish. But me and Pete, Joseph, we've got this thing called The White Lamp. We've had tracks on, um, okay, so we've been on Future Boogie, with a track called It's You. We've had tracks out on Sona Collective in Berlin, which is the Jazz and Nova crew. Yeah. So we're cool, we're, we're doing all right. Yeah. Yep. And then, <laughs> then Scuba's Label. We was on Scuba's label, which is uh, um, Hot Flush. And then we were on Skin. So the, uh, so I've done it quite well. I've put them all over in sort of different yeah. sort of places. And, um, it's going really well. So, the, yeah, White Lamp Harmony is pretty good. You can have that one if you okay. want. Okay, All
0: right. Well, Dad, we put together a, a Spotify playlist so um, people can go and listen to all of the songs that we spoke about. And I'm going to listen back through and I'm going to make sure every single song that we reference gets on this playlist.
1: Also... If you want to, I've got yep. this under the bonnet one.
0: Let, let's do that as because well. Because we'll loads link to of that. stuff.
1: Because yeah, it's, it's there to share. And, um, I started doing it um, beginning of lockdown, stopped doing it halfway through, then started adding things again. But you've seen a bit of it. Yeah. We're, we're very similar. You, yeah. You know,
0: it's a really good cross section music. So yeah, if you, if we can share the link to that, then that'd be great. So listeners yeah, can go, and, you go, you know, get an even deeper sort of dive into, uh, the, the music that makes you tick. Um, I'm so glad you invited me over, mate. More than I, welcome, I, I've mate. had an absolute joy. No, no More than welcome. If, you know, if, if anyone would have told me a couple of years ago when this podcast started, I'd be sitting in Darren Emerson's studio reminiscing about score and records, then uh, I'd never have believed you, and it's been an absolute joy, no, mate. No,
1: oh, mate, likewise. Thank you, show,
0: Mate, if people want to keep up to speed with you, Darren, everything that's going on, where's the best place?
1: Uh, Facebook, I'm using more than anything, the okay. more than a website. I think, you know, just going to the Darren Emerson music site or, or inst- even Instagram. You know? I'm just using those as the main things because they're all connected and it's good. I will do. A, um, I need to do a new website and that, but I just find it a pain in my arse all yeah. that shit. You know, so.
0: <laughs> but we'll take you on the socials when this comes out all so right, people mate. can find it nice and easy. Dal, thanks so much, Cheers, mate.
1: Cheers, you. Good to see you, mate.
0: Ah, oh, there you go. Darren Emerson. Oh, and do you know what? When we finished the conversation, when I sat out in his garden, um, had another cup of coffee with him and Lisa, uh, and it was lovely. Absolutely lovely. Um, could have stayed there for, I had to get home and, uh, but I could have stayed there and chatted records and yeah, just good people and yeah. Um, and what a guest and yeah. Oh, I'm still buzzing now and it's the next day. Um, like I say at the beginning, um, go check out the back catalogue. There's hundreds of episodes available, so go check them out. They're all for free. Um, yeah, go get stuck in. I'll see you next time. Bye bye. It's off the Beat and Track podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. Keep me stew
1: with it.